don't want to go. I just gotta find a magic money tree. Well, there you go. <laughs> you missed I should have been there. Fuck. Welcome, folks, to the Magic Money Tree. I am Master Dorgo. Dr. Lard. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. This is uh, Michael. And I'm dead. Yeah, this is a full couch. Big couch. It's got to be a full couch, because why? What just happened? Gentlemen, lady. Comic-Con! Yes, Comic-Con! Sure yes, this is the Comic-Con episode. Almost all the news I have is all con-related. Awesome. But, but it's one thing to go into the things that happened at con, whether you saw it or not. It's another thing to get it from those who were there. Yes. So, Barry, Jeff, Deb, what happened to Khan? <laughs> uh, no, it was kind of lame, and then we just kind of went home. Yeah. We didn't really go. We just kind of uh, hung yeah. out at the bars yeah. a little bit. I, I have a question for Jeff. Okay. <laughs> is your eye healing? My, my, my eye is fine. Uh, somebody in Hall H, apparently, uh, is not fine. And I'm sure Torgo's got the scoop on Actually, that. Actually, this is when I left off the news oh, list. Really? Because I knew this was just going to plain come up. So. Oh, yeah. Of course it's going to come up. Oh, yeah. Okay, for people who don't know, Hall H is the big, big hall where everyone goes to see the biggest stuff from movies. Uh, for basically all movies. Um, Tron Legacy, uh, the True Blood panel. All, all the big panels go into Hall H. Because it's huge, like 6,000 people go there. Unfortunately, about 10,000 people line up for Hall H. Steve Biggs could tell you, he lined up for like, what was it, two, three hours? And he didn't even and get in. Yeah, he didn't even get in. Well, like the year they did Twilight, those ladies were out there three days before. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the Twilight moms. Yeah. Anyway. Twilights. Twilight. <laughs> I don't even want to start. But the point is, there's a, there's a set number of seats available. And if you get a good seat... You're going to sit there for a while. Now, I don't know exactly what happened. All I know is some dude in a Harry Potter t-shirt stabbed some dude above his eye with a ballpoint pen. Yeah. For a seat. And the best part of this, the best part is the very next day. Sunday. Sunday, Mm -hmm. people were tooling around with signs that say, (laughs) Ow, my eye! Too soon! And it's got, like, blood dripping down their eyes and they're holding it. It was awesome. It was pretty funny. It was Uh, awesome. Yeah, the signs were creative. Uh, Somebody had one that said, uh, I went to Comic-Con and all I got was this lousy pen stuck into my eye. God, there was there was there, there proof. It, it Comic-Con was, audiences, greatest audiences ever. It happened on Saturday, right? Yeah, it happened yeah. on Saturday. Because I mean, it was it was amazing. It was like early morning Sunday. People were already all over this thing. Yep. So it was pretty amazing. Now I've I've read like firsthand accounts and so on because I wanted to get exactly what was going on. Apparently, it was attendees that grabbed the guy and held him yeah. down until oh, security, yeah. security got there. Yeah. Security can make yeah. it in there. So. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of the news outlets were making it seem like people were just standing around looking, taking pictures of it happening. But no, people got in there, got in the fray, and and made sure they cleared room for security to get there. Hey, man, nerds take care of their own. This is true. One of us. <laughs> as crazy and thick as that place is, it's still fairly orderly from what I recall. It's very yeah, orderly. I, it has to be. And interestingly enough, um, this year, because... They started putting events in a couple of the other hotels. They started putting events this year? I missed it? I wasn't there for putting events? Damn it! I always miss the good stuff. Yes, the uh, Hilton Would you Jeff want an extra pop or two? Full pudding. I have one, but you got to save room. They have plenty of people that look like they were made of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing things right that I, made the booze all over the place. It was That's why I'm saying yeah. I'm, I'm sad I missed the pudding events. Yeah, Go we, got some, we got some uh, pictures of people who... Like shouldn't be wearing what they are wearing, yes. and it looks like they filled their costume out with pudding. Do you have like big baronesses? 
No, but I got <laughs> I got pudding vampirella. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> it, maybe it ain't vampirella with extra cheese. Was, oh, this is gross. <laughs> but yeah, um, s- some of the events were in hotels around uh, Gaslamp and and next and door in the to Hilton too, yeah. and the Marriott. So, got it. Interestingly enough, the actual show floor was not as bad to navigate this year really? as, as it was last year. that's always my fear. I mean, it's still bad. Don't get me wrong. Very it's, bad. It's still very bad. But it wasn't as bad no, as I remember it being last year. Last year felt like it was every, sing, every single day, all day long, it was nonstop people. And this year, at least, there was times when you could walk through. Yeah. And you weren't I, constantly me, bumped around and thrown all over the place. And I me knew carrying the equipment. Oh, sorry, yeah, I was going to say, me carrying the equipment, I, I wasn't getting whacked as much as I did last year, so that was that was definitely. A you good got whacked one. last year. Oh, you didn't tell us about this, <laughs> man. You got to tell us all these fun stories about pudding and wax. Artist Alley was smaller this year, and it left more room for video games and other stuff. Well, that's I a like nice how move they did that. because like, no, they it made Artist Alley. I don't smaller. think it was smaller. They, it's where they moved it to. Yeah. They rearranged the floor because okay. the last couple of years, they left everything in the same spot. Right. But they moved like Artist Alley down to the. To like the very front, bottom left corner. Right. That's good. And so the video game stuff and all that stuff was in the back. It took up all of that room, so they had more space for their booths. But don't get me wrong, there were still log jams around the big booths, like oh, yeah. Warner Brothers. But they also moved Warner Brothers to the back of the hall. Yeah. Because it's always been like in the middle, and mm-hmm. they always had traffic jam. Well, security problems because people were mobbing the booth. They used to always give all these freebies out. You would just oh, mad yeah. rush. Yeah, that was the, that was the, the other thing. The bags. Yeah. Um, the, normally they used to give out these these. Great Warner Brothers bags every day. Well, now they gave one to everybody. When you yeah. register, as soon as you register, you get a Warner Brothers. Yeah, home. you pick up your registration brilliant. packet. Yeah, it's like but they're all get, different. Yeah. Even more like, brilliant. There was like ten different kinds. Yeah, collect you, them if you, all. If you rip your bag, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, and I heard people bartering because Biggs ripped his bag. Yeah, I, I heard people bartering. It's like, uh, how much? To, to, for your Big Bang Theory bag, I'll trade you. I have two of these bags. I'll trade you right. one of those right. and you know and, and and something else. And I'm sitting here listening to this in the hallway, going, "Really? For yeah, a we got bag? a couple. Yeah, we got a couple of Clash of the Titans bags." <coughs> well, let, let me ask you this then: If you have this many bags, mm-hmm. which bag is worth the most, and which bag is worth the least? Then, oh, I would. Oh, say Clash of the Titans Clash is probably of, the worst. Yeah, thing. yeah. I have. Okay. And I got you the Clash got of the, the worst bag. <laughs> two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, two. Actually, we only got one fringe and two Clash of the Titans. Okay, so Although, what's what's the best bag? Uh, well, the MythBusters bag that apparently they weren't giving out at the con itself. We they had, had to send away with stamps. No, no, no. no. They had they had um, girls wearing uh, yellow shirts that said MythBusters across the front, right. walking up and down gas lamp. Yeah, they did that uh, a lot this year. Nice. Um, like on fifth. In fact, uh, um, one of the other uh, uh, Oni Press had a uh, a little offsite booth on 5th Street that you could go through, spin the wheel, and get free stickers. I got free pocket. I think Sci-Fi's bag was pretty good because it turned into a backpack. Yes, that was... I, 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 I'm going to agree with you on that. Yeah, it was like wow. big huge cool. bag versus giant backpack. Which and it said, I gave like, mine... I put mine in, like, uh, in Bianca's bag, we'll and, and I don't we'll know where that went. Oh, <laughs> it's in the bag that you so brought. So, yeah, 5th right. Street. 5th Street, right across from... Uh, <clears throat> right across from the convention center was huge this year. I mean, there were... Tons of people giving out stuff. You couldn't even walk without someone throwing some flyer in your hand for free pizza or, uh, get, hey, come see my panel or whatever. They were giving out free garlic bread things, um, ice cream. Adult Swim was giving out ice cream. Now, I don't know if I trust the guys from Adult Swim giving out <laughs> It was in, like, cream. an old-fashioned hey, ice cream truck. It was so awesome. Ice cream. Really cool. Wow. I'm, I'm sure they were going, here, put this in your mouth. 
<laughs> they probably it wouldn't were. surprise me. Uh, Carpe, uh, Cafe Diem, they were doing that again. Okay, nice. Lame as that was. Um, but still a cool idea in theory. Yeah. yeah. There were not as many parties that were like free, but there were parties out there. We didn't really go to any of them because we were freaking tired. Yeah. Oh, that little uh, that little old house that has the gate around it that we always pass by when we're walking to the cheese shop. Yeah, yeah. They had um, Alienware had taken over that You're little serious? courtyard in the front because that fence is always closed in yeah. in front of that house. Well, Alienware had uh, decked out a Hummer that had uh, displays of all of their various uh, laptops and uh, their hardcore machines. So you could literally walk up to this thing and start playing games on Alienware Fun. computers. Nice. And I walked in and they gave me a, a bunch of free stuff that will probably give us giveaways like t-shirts and stuff. So. But as for the floor, I think one of the coolest things I saw on the floor was a giant throne of Odin. Yes. Oh, uh, Marvel? It was oh, yeah. To, it was Big supposed to giant be, gold throne. supposed to be Odin's th- throne from Valhalla. Yeah. There's, there's pictures out there of Stan Lee sitting on that throne. Oh. Nice. <laughs> I didn't see that. It's, it was a pretty... Throw. I saw the baby Thor sitting on it. That's that's my favorite. <laughs> now, didn't they open it up behind there and the dreadnought was there? They they revealed the dreadnought I, for Thor. I didn't I, see that. I think that's out there in the pictures. Oh, really? Well, the doors Probably. looked like they opened, but I don't. I didn't see any of it. Okay. At least it wasn't open on. Apparently, Sunday Marvel was revealing stuff left and right at there, but we'll get into that later in the news. Tron Legacy was huge there. Uh, Flynn's oh, yeah. Arcade was back again. Arcade was yeah. back. But again, there was a line, and I I. Play 80s video games all the time, anyway. So well, I, I did see a video walkthrough of, uh, of Flynn's Arcade. Only like 200 people got to go to it this yeah. time. Or all, all the arc- time, anyway. like, like the uh, the trailer, all the arcade machines are covered in plastic this time, and they open the door through the Tron thing, and you end up yeah, that's it's how it walking thing, through yeah. the room up into the world of Tron a little bit. Yeah, a little same bit thing lots of props. Year. But they, they had, showed yeah. all the Tron toys and all the cool Tron, yeah, like, uh, all the Tron accessories, and you got to get the Tron Xbox. Xbox controller. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Gorgeous. Now, I waited yeah. in line the first day because I wanted to see what Tron exclusives they had. Okay. And they had the old school 80s Tron figure <laughs> in the Tron uh, box. It looked like a video game. Nice. But there was only 100 they were selling on the on Wednesday. And I got in line like right as the doors opened, and I was like number 180. Yeah. And I wasn't oh, even going to wow. try the rest of the well, time. Well, it's because he has an attention I... span of a two-year-old. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Dev and I walked up, and I was like, they're only giving out 100. There's about 120 people ahead of you in line. Mm-hmm. Well, this like, was preview night. Yeah. And he could have done it Thursday morning, Friday morning. No. Like, he look. insists. Preview night or nothing. So nothing. <laughs> so I got nothing. Screw it. It's not worth it. Oh, fucking you gosh. Know, oh. Oh, if I want it. enough, I'll get online. Oh, 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 later. Oh, I don't care. Oh. But then again, he was running late on Thursday, so he wouldn't have been able to get it on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, exactly. The master impressionist. Oh, I'll do it later. Hey, oh, hey, what, what, oh, what, what the fucking, oh, my feet, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we get, oh, oof, my feet, oh. Oh, oh. I don't want to do it. Before I get into news you don't give a shit about, <laughs> any other viewances from the con that you would like to share? Yes, um, we have awesome fans. Yes, we yeah. do. And really hot chicks. And some hot Hot fans. chicks. Watch the show. Not, no kidding. Hooray. We were taking their pictures and they're like, oh, oh wait, tell the story. we watched your survival guide. Oh my God. And they were good looking. They were really good looking. Winner. Yes. Story? Yes. Winner, okay. chicken dinner. So, okay, good. Okay. Right, Barry and Dev and I are walking. We're trying to get out. We're tr- walking toward the uh, the G exit because it's right next to H. Does this involve wax? G is next to H? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Who knew? I know, right? <laughs> it's bizarre. But uh, we're walking towards the e- exit, and uh, 
I'm bringing up the rear, I think, in this instance. Don't even say it. <laughs> Don't even say it. <laughs> it does involve wax. No hanging fruit. Very the sweetest. Doesn't understand that I don't maneuver well with, yeah. with the equipment. So I kept trying to so help Jeff. Yeah, he's darting in and out of crowds, and I and his elbows I, out like always. Yeah, I, I lose track of him. I throw a crowd like butter with these elbows. <laughs> I see this uh, this really cute girl dressed up as Rogue. Okay. And she makes eye contact with me, and she starts smiling, and I'm like. Okay, this is <laughs> weird. A weird experience for, for you. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> this doesn't, it doesn't so he shits himself and runs into a corner. <laughs> so, you know. She's, she's a good 30 feet away at this point, so I'm thinking nothing of it. As I get closer, she starts waving at me, and I'm like, who is she waving at? And <laughs> it's it. not dawning on me, because, sure, you sure. know, I'm, I'm focused on keeping up with them. I'm you wearing, don't know who the girl I'm, is, yeah, anyway. I don't, I don't know her. I'm wearing my Ugly Couch Show shirt. Mm-hmm. And as I got closer, she's like, she's like, I love your show. She's like, I, I watched your survival guide. This is my first con. And I came out and I'm like, Barry, button. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> and uh, we, we got some pictures of her. And we've got and an interview with her later on Saturday. Yeah. On uh, Saturday. In a different yeah. costume. We also got an interview with Caden Cross. Nice. Yeah. Hot and, business. Yeah. Hotter than she is in her porn. Yeah. Really? Was, really, yeah. We looked, Which one we is looked she? Up, we, we, I couldn't Ruth remember her. So we, she's really good. You know? We looked up pictures and I was like, wait, that's her? She looks way better in person. But uh, the, she wasn't there promoting anything. She was just there to hang out. We Go on. Heads up. Tomorrow night, uh, if we get this broadcast up in time, Wednesday the Wednesday what, 27th? Evening, yes. yes. Is that right? Something Tomorrow's ish. the 27th? Ish. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. Uh at Executive Monkeys at the Palms, Aurora Snow is our guest. Really? I heard Aurora that. Snow. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I wasn't aware she's no longer in the business. She's in some business. She's in our business. <laughs> she's in monkey says, business. Says yeah. former adult film star on the, the Well, there you go. Floor. Yeah, she's probably going in legit, you know, doing... The what? Legit? Going le- legit. We also got an interview with uh, Jessica... I don't know how to say her last name. Jessica Nigiri. Okay. Uh, uh, she was a big famous Pikachu girl from Last Con. Yeah. And she always does like anime costumes and or video game costumes. Yeah. And She's we got pictures of Adrian Curry just tooling around in like an uh, Imperial Officer outfit. Brilliant. And the requisite yeah, Chris Gore picture again. <laughs> it's like yeah, every Chris Gore's a man. Every year. Uh, did you guys uh, get him a button? No. <laughs> we gave him one last year, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. I think we did. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I know I did because I, I gave him a business card. Too. But he wasn't wearing it this year. Covering him in button. What the hell? Oh my goodness. Button armor. No. All right. <laughs> No, we right. can tell stories of con for days. Well, good. Well, good, because we're going to tell story con for days. But first, before we do that, news you don't give a shit about. All news right. you don't give a shit about. Sit on your ass and start right. to pout. <laughs> the first one, actually, all this news you don't give a shit about, yeah. not from con. What? Really? Surprising. Right. Why? So, I don't give a shit about it. So, <laughs> okay, hold Here on. Your, hold on yourselves, people. All right. Get ready to romp around, be loud and obnoxious, try to get lots of sex, and spend hours at the tanning salon because, you know it, Jersey Shore is soon to become oh, a socially God. interactive video game. What? what? Uh, oh my why? God. On Tuesday, today, oh MTV God. launched a Jersey Shore game on Facebook, then tomorrow on MTV.com. The game will allow players to control their favorite character from the show in what might be the most pointless thing to happen in the history of social networking. Quote, 
We have structured the game around themes of the show, and it's a social experience where people can interact, said MTV's Tony Espinoza. The themes of the show include exploiting Italian stereotypes, Mm -hmm. explosive and totally unnecessary drama, and lots of bleeped-out language. It can easily be said, however, there is no actual substance to any part of any episode of the show. So whether you want to be Mike the Situation, who abides by three commandments, Jim, tanning, and laundry, or Snooky, the one famous for such quotes as, I'm not trashy unless I drink too much, and I'm not a guido, I'm a guidette, or other people who have failed to leave any sort of impression beyond, these people can vote. The new online game should provide hours of, I don't know, mediocre entertainment. I am mediocre. so... Try non- <laughs> well, you know what? None I do give a shit about this. Why this makes this? me even gladder... <laughs> If that's a word, gladder, gladder, more gladder. That I have escaped New Jersey. Yeah, okay, there. See, yeah. it's it's happy. That, that could have been my fate. <laughs> Dear God, could have been my not. fate. Yeah, if luck went right, I could have a Guido haircut, well <laughs> pumped up. What do you mean if luck went right? If left went right. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, he's already got yeah. like, gorgeous man lady locks. Yeah, but it's not in like a Guido porcupine hair. <laughs> right, but I mean, if you put like half, can. but if you know, if you if you, you cut off that little tail and you slicked it back. You'd be there. You'd be right. Hence, aren't you glad I got out of Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> My family's Italian. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Oi. Oi. Oil. News you don't give a shit about. Variety reports that pop R&B's recording artist Rihanna has joined the cast of Peter Berg's water-based action epic Battleship, based on the board game. So, oh, wow. Yeah, there are no further details of what she'll be in the film, but she has been cast in the great Berg before... Her first quote is that it's C-12. so hard. See current pop music no. yeah. for that yeah. And that's it. That's all the, the shitty news I really found. Oh, really? Good. All so right. it's been a good week? Well, she will distract well, I mean, it's other Comic-Con players. Week, yeah, so, it's Comic-Con week. I mean, the rest of this, you know, give and take, someone's going to hate some of this, but some, most of it's at least interesting to somebody. Well, I will go. tell you some of these masquerade photos are shit. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Okay, while we're... Doing um, the news, Deb is going through the photos that we're going to be posting, and we have lots of them from Comic Con. Like this. This is just retarded. Oh my god. We're looking what do you mean? That's a sad clown, isn't it? The masquerade is a Saturday <laughs> thing. <that>. Every <laughs> Saturday the at the con, they have the masquerade where they have uh, all the costumes. It's a costume contest, basically. Yeah, that does something for somebody. Anyway, the costume contest wait, wait, that, is uh, not as good as the costumes that are on the floor, on the show floor. So why even have the masquerade? <laughs> yeah, uh, Steve We're looking Biggs. at an awful, awful costume look- right here. That's more like an masquerade. It looks like like this person was from Cats. Yeah, musical. That's what it looks like. It's like a skinned cat. Yeah. Uh, Memory. Biggs was our official uh, masquerade ball uh, photographer because he loves the masquerade ball. Again, this year he was. Yeah. (laughs) Wonderful. Professor Biggs uh, even told us that the costumes he saw on the floor were better than what was showing up in the masquerade ball. We were kind of shocked to hear that. It's so almost it. like they're just, people are, we were ta- Barry and I were talking about this, they're not doing Masquerade anymore because they get more notice on the floor. Sure. So they yeah. just tool around the con all day, let people take billions and billions of pictures of them. Yeah, yeah. And they get it's way a, more. It's a lot more publicity. More than yeah. photo More than a few hundred bucks you could win. You know what? And you My don't advice, have to share the stage with that Screw the Masquerade. Clown. Go party in the gas lamp. Hell yeah. In full costume. In full full costume. costume. Amongst the tourists that aren't going to con. (laughs) There's a lot of those. Yeah, just go listen. nerve to give you dirty looks. Just go listen to the Berlin song instead. Barry, why don't we dress up like the Flying Spaghetti Monster next next year? (laughs) Love it. (laughs) 
Love it. People it can could get... be a two-man costume. That'd be really funny. We'll get a sign that says, come get touched by his noodly appendage. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we could put two or three of us in there and have noodles waving and eyes waving, the meatball eyes waving. You, need, you need monks. Monks? <laughs> following you. Monks worshipping the... Yes. The... Let me think about this. Yeah. I put need the call out, crew but the, this year uh, the call didn't get too far. Uh, we, we had a very nice dinner. We had a very nice Ugly Couch Show dinner right. uh, on Friday. Thanks to everyone who came. Yes. Uh, and screw you if you didn't make it. Oh, boo. <laughs> How many people showed up? Enough. Enough to make it fun. Nice. Yeah, we had a good time. I think we had like four or five bottles of wine. Sweet. <laughs> Barry had four or five bottles of wine. Yeah. yeah. No, Barry. actually, Bianca and I had most of that wine. <laughs> really? Yeah. You remember, oh. Bianca ordered like... I remember her ordering at least two of the bottles. Her and I split one completely, yes. and then we split one three ways, and then we split one four ways. And then okay. we saw a fabulous game developer, Todd Agnello of Pipework Software. Hooray, Todd. Yes. Woo! Star developer. He's and, awesome. And uh, we had yes. tequila, and it was all good. Yes. Well, you know, before we go into uh, Week in Geek News, um, Mike brought to my attention that there is a, this is actually a special day today. Today is a day, yes. Today is National Scotch Day. I didn't fact check that. It's National Scotch everyone, Day. Everyone in the room just looked at me. <laughs> but That's because you were sitting there with your mouth the open. Yeah. Your jaw I'm not going to argue anyone who says there's a good reason to drink scotch. There's always a good reason to drink scotch. Hell yeah. I had so I had to go back to my past and, and find a good, a good little thing and bring Ooh. it to the show here. Oh, the this grouse. is uh, Famous Grouse. The Famous Grouse. It's not like your most expensive bottle of scotch, but it's, uh, it's nice and smooth. It's a, it's a blend. So and, should I go uh, get some shot glasses? May I read yeah, it? absolutely. All right. Ah, the grouse. grouse is special to me because when I was in uh, when I was traveling around in my younger days, uh, I was in Wales. Days. <laughs> You're an old man now. I, I'm an old man now. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've lived. I've traveled. <laughs> I've, I've done things. I've done it. I'm 32 now. This is my old. Oh, get out of here. Oh, this is his 32nd life. He means. Oh boy. <laughs> but uh, that was that was what kept me warm in Wales, and also invited over some nice. Uh, uh, British lasses to uh, come over to our camp. <laughs> it always goes well with Scott. Are you sure that wasn't what uh, kept you warm? <laughs> Actually, I, uh, I I fouled up. I started talking about my girlfriend, and they immediately started snogging my friend. So, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> shouldn't have opened your mouth. Never talk about your girlfriend when you're away. Nope. Uh, <laughs> when you're overseas, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> Time zone difference. So, that's, that's totally. totally how many shot thing. glasses do I need here? All of them. Yes. yes! <laughs> Just bring out the David Ferrar uh, ultra toxic glass. I love. Oh, I have them. Yes. <laughs> if anyone doesn't get that joke, watch yeah. some older watch episode thirteen. Oh, so this is made is with uh, five <laughs> shot glasses. Well, you're not going to drink any. Scotch, right? The famous grass is made with the uh, whiskeys like the McCallan and Highland Park. Okay, this is this will be good. Ooh. This will be good. I, although oh, I'm tempted to have something because it, it has the prefix no, the famous. Me. It, it kind of, just yeah, like it's, me. it's named just after the you. famous. <laughs> just like the situation, Paul yeah, is the exactly. famous. The famous. <laughs> I'm the famous. Well, you know, and not to toot my own horn, but if you don't do it, who else will? But uh, the fabulous episode of uh, What Would You Do with my uh, appearance was rebroadcast tonight. On, oh, uh, was it now? Yes. Ah. Nice. Which was a, fun, a fine episode. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I pretend to be a... Uh, hmm. Producer of a or director of a infomercial that goes horribly awry. Okay. It's pretty fun. <laughs> poor, poor product. Pretty Why fun. is it I gotta wait till the end of the day for you people to tell me it's National Scotch Day? Well, this we is something Why we is expect it you, you to didn't know. know. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed. I didn't know that. Honestly, like I said, I didn't fact check that, but it's not something I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue. 
Sure, you did. You know what? You could you probably you could probably argue that every day is National Scotch Day. I, I would. You know, I brought I'm, some I'm tape. I'm feeling like tomorrow should be National Whiskey. My here. contribution. <laughs> some clear tape. All right, as eighties uh, is pour, as you can hear, eighties is pouring the bits. Clinky. Yeah, clinkety, I, clinkety uh, clank. I know. I know you enjoy this because I have heard the nice. uh, the yeah. glass nice. clink, the, the, the ice clink in the glass. All right, so, so uh, that's good. The 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 on air, swishity swoo. Um, what's the uh, the old Irish? Uh, uh, the uh, kapla. Kapla. <laughs> yeah, the old <laughs> Irish. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Here's to you. Here's to me. If we should ever disagree, then fuck, fuck you, you and here's to me. <laughs> yeah, that works fine. Is it a sipper or is it a shooter? Uh, definitely a sipper. I mean, this scotch should be a, ship, uh, a sipper, but I always sip scotch. That's well, not we, bad. Well, we got in the moment there. I got. I got to read pretty, stuff. Uh, so I had to shoot mine. Pretty smooth. Pretty smooth. I like it. Famous grouse. Okay. Nice. That's what's going on right. in our mouth. <laughs> that is what's going on in our mouth. And that was news you don't give No, we didn't give news you don't shit. <laughs> yeah. That's that scotch, my head. The scotch you do give a shit about. The scotch I give a shit about. That's yeah. right. The famous yeah. grouse. This <laughs> is Week in Geek. Well, that's a very kind Week in gesture. Geek. What's the news, what sir? Do what do oh, I miss? What isn't news? Well, let's do some of the biggest stuff. On Saturday, na- Saturday afternoon, Marvel Entertainment announced the lineup of the upcoming superhero team-up film, The Avengers, mm-hmm. on stage in Hall H. Here's the full list. Of course, Samuel L. Jackson is playing Nick Fury. He introduced the cast. Clark Gregg as S.H.I.E.L.D. Agent Coulson. Chris Evans as Captain America, as we all know. Chris right. Hemsworth, Thor. Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow. And the new additions. Window. Black Widow. She, no. She's the Black Widow. It's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's a very transparent you, woman. Is she, more, she's lightly translucent. She's right through her Lightly <laughs> opaque. Ah, wah, wah, wah. She was a real pain on set. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me think of uh, the Animaniacs. Is she like, was we clear? silly. <laughs> All right. Here's the nope. new additions. Okay. Jeremy Renner <laughs> as Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye. Okay. Okay, good. And Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, a.k.a. The Hulk. How did that go over? So Real well. I saw the introduction, and everyone gave him a nice, loud... I mean, the person that got the loudest cheer was Joss Wheaton at the end, but... Uh, of course. Right. Second loudest, Robert Downey Jr. I am Downey surprised Jr. by that. I thought the crowd would erupt in fury. I, Why? I, I, the Hulk thing. With the, man, no, let me say... Let me put my two go. cents in on this one. All right. Now, I loves me some Edward Norton. This is true. He's great. But what I'm hearing is... He'll come in there and tell you how this, your script's supposed to go. He has you that know what I mean? history, And I yes. think that was a similar kind of situation on this last Hulk film. Now, much as I love him and think he's a fantastic... He is. He's an amazing actor. But he didn't knock it out of the park with Hulk. He didn't bring it like to this whole new place where I'm like, woo, wah. You know, it was the Mr. Red, Mr. Green storyline from a couple years back. Mm-hmm. You know? Was it, was it Wade wrote that series? I, I think, think so. so. Yeah, right? really great stuff. There's only so much you can do with the script. Please, but no, he didn't need to. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> if he had brought something completely unique to that character, I would have fought for it. Right, but, but I really don't think he did. So we have a third banner. Yes. I'm fine with it. In yeah. ten years, we've gone through three Bruce Banners. Wow, and that's like and again, I'm fine series. with it too. As far as I'm concerned, it frees Ed Norton to do other things, things that he does better. Exactly. Right. So exactly right. Yeah, I hope I I can't wait for his next project. I think he's great. He doesn't need to mess with an ensemble thing like this. Yeah, that's another thing. It's an ensemble. So how many how many big name exactly. high ego actors do you need? In, and you have to have that. people that work well with others. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which kind of makes me wonder how the Expendables went on set. Because all the reports <laughs> are like, oh, it was so much fun, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, you want to hear the real story. Well, right, yeah. the stories that Randy Couture told us at the Executive <laughs> Monkeys a couple of weeks back, <laughs> uh, he really did have a great time. Uh, he said it was a lot of long days, shooting at night in the jungle, but all the guys were fabulous. So I'm yeah. sure it was cool. Terry, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Terry Crews was saying that it was just a total like fanboy moment every day on set for him because he's all like, I'm These sure are my heroes, yeah. and I'm getting to play with them. Sure, oh. it looked like it looks like fun. It does look like fun. We didn't get on the press line for that though. Boo hiss. Yeah, well, <laughs> you tried. You tried. We appreciate it. We learned a lot this year for next year. Mm-hmm. That's a whole lot. Hey, yeah. we're getting there. We yeah. gotta establish ourselves as an, a media outlet. I learned that Elvira doesn't age. No, she doesn't. Oh my goodness, she yeah. made surgery. a deal with the devil. No, she's got she that is. straight up. Elizabeth Bathboy stuff going on. Yeah, she does. She She's is 59. Blood of virgins right there. Is it's, it the same Elvira from the past? Yeah. Yes, I thought they had a new Elvira. Nope. They were wow. doing something, uh, some like cast the new Elvira, I guess it was yeah, a reality a show at some ago. point. Uh, a and couple of years ago. she all and took their souls. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> sucked, them, sucked them dry <laughs> for vitality. <laughs> she is mistress of the dark. Yeah, she is. And well, uh, she's starting her show up again, you know. Yeah. I'd like to interview her in 10 years when she's 69. Oh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 69. <laughs> That's great. Insert, wow. insert sad trombone in noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'll insert my sad trombone anywhere I can. <laughs> it is sad. It's a tiny little droopy tr- It's got a mute on it. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you didn't go into your little rusty trombone song that oh, you always no. do. <laughs> That's not mine. I can't take credit for that song. <laughs> Filthy song. Well, it was assumed Marvel was done with their Comic-Con unveilings after bringing the full cast of the Avengers on stage following the Captain America panel. But they had one last reveal out in store, wheeling out a golden glove embedded with jewels in front of the massive Hall of Asgard set recreation. Spider-Ham! I, fanboy, snabbed a couple images of the encased movie prop, which Marvel showed off for about five minutes before hauling it away. The glove is the Infinity Gauntlet, which can be used in unison with the Sentinel... infinite gems to harness complete control of the universe. In the Marvel comics, Loki attempts to harness the power of the Infinity Gauntlet by stealing the Infinity Gems and also pursues the Cosmic Cube, which was featured in the Captain America Comic-Con footage. Thanos is also a possibility as he too sought after the Cosmic Cube, and more importantly is the creator of the Infinity Gauntlet. Now Marvel has gone to great lengths to integrate these movies, and this would be a very clever way to tie in Thor, Captain America universes together for the Avengers. I like it. I like that they're using big stuff, big enemies. They're not doing like the Shocker. Marvel's cosmic stuff is the best. Here's my hope: they do it, and instead of Adam Warlock, they mm. bring in Nova. Ah, interesting. Yeah. And then their Nova yeah. can go head to head against Green Lantern. And they can create Which is basically that, that the Marvel Green Lantern. What about yeah. Doctor Strange? Where's Doctor Strange? I haven't seen him. Huh? Doctor Strange. Oh, he's supposed to be in the Avengers. Oh, really? Yeah. He'll, he'll probably make a, a small appearance because they're be making a, a, a smaller movie with him, like a $60 million movie. Yeah. Now, did you say they revealed it for five minutes? That's what it says here. No wonder I didn't see the damn yeah, thing. Exactly. There's I, video of it. Uh, my friend Mike Romo, who writes for iFanboy, uh-huh. his, uh, there's a video up on YouTube on his thing. If you want to look at it, it was in this really cool box. Did you see the box? I didn't see anything. All right, so it's this box, right? And Marvel it's got these... didn't have a booth. Okay, so it's got this box. 
and it's in these panels. Mm-hmm. They're like gray. Okay. And then all of a sudden, they snap clear. Like, I don't know what technology it is, but they snap clear. I see. Just all of a sudden, boom, it's there. Yeah. Slip, I saw them crystal. do that for the uh, for the helmets. They did that for the... It was the same box. For the I Thor, guess. yeah. Yeah. Same technology. I uh, I yeah. did see it. I wasn't sure what it was because I was... You saw the Infinity Gauntlet. I, well, I saw, I saw the it? box and I saw the outline of a glove, but there were yeah. literally like 30 people... Where was it? ...face against the, 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 Glass, the clear yeah. plastic yeah. in the box it was hard as I was walking thing? by, so I wasn't aware what it was. Yeah. that The Asgard uh, throne... Yeah, that we walked by that big golden throne. Yeah. That's the Marvel booth. That yeah. was the Marvel booth this year. Which is what I was just so saying. So it's just a big giant throne. That was their booth. That was their booth. Arrogant. But more. Okay, booth the do year you need? before it was just the stage for like. Um, yeah, the, it had all Tony the, uh, Stark. Yeah, that's all, all it was the, uh, the, last the, year. The suits, the Iron Man suits. Well, I just didn't see any Marvel signs or anything. DC. You're not like, supposed to. It's supposed to be self-explanatory. Blah. They own. Yeah, pretty much. They're better than DC. <laughs> Barry has I'll to put have my everything boy. explained to yes, him. Yes, he like does. I want street down. signs. Plain as day, he wants glowing neon signs. I want that. Wants. That's why he likes Tron so much. <laughs> Yay, Tron, glowing Five neon signs. Five minutes later, he won't remember. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> have some more scotch. Did okay. I say Tron already? <laughs> the Warner Brothers announced details for the Goonies 25th Anniversary Collection DVD Hooray. Blu-ray box set. Due in stores November 2nd. The new box set includes a new board game. Original movie storyboard reproductions, a 1985 souvenir magazine reprint, and the reprint of the 2009 Empire Magazine article with cast photos and updates. Hmm. Pretty sweet little box, and yeah, like with full-on playing pieces board game. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I heard it also comes with a uh, backpack, Yeah. the Truffle Shuffle Duffle. <laughs> <laughs> so, and an octopus wearing a Walkman. I don't know. I want, I want Data's belt. Yeah, <laughs> I want the big hammer coming out of my wang dang. There, there aren't enough props from that movie Durm. release. So basically, punching, punching October, we're getting the Uber 25th anniversary collection of Back to the Future. Right. And then November, we're getting Goonies. Yeah. That's going to be an awesome two months. You're right. You have to put your connect down and, and watch some movies. Connect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to have to take time away from. Boo. I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna. You're gonna be in here. I'm gonna, and you're gonna be with your connectimal. You'll be talking to Skittles. Your connect. <laughs> I didn't even remember what you were talking about for a minute. I was like, what? Oh yeah, Nepal. that piece of shit. There's gonna be Jeff sitting on the couch. Skittles, you're so crazy. Oh Skittles, <laughs> I hid behind the couch and you looked for me. Oh Skittles, <laughs> Skittles the tiger. How much is that thing gonna be? $150 officially. Know, let me just stop you right here. Out of the four of us, out <laughs> yeah. of the four Ugly Couch what? group, yeah. who is the most likely to play a game like that? You. No. <laughs> this person. <laughs> who, as Paul, I remember, he's playing had a the, 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 the Wii Pet thing way back when. What, Nintendogs? Yes. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> you just lost all your cred. Nintendogs is Proven. great. Nintendogs is a great game. Here's, here's the bad thing, all right? I have access to Gamefly, which means my curiosity is going to get the best of me, and in and the mail, eventually, it. there's going to be a connectable and a, a dance-off. Well, and guys, a, I'm going to come home, thing. and he's going to have me standing up, arms play, like, don't judge me. The new, <laughs> the new Xbox redesign is 200 bucks out the gate with a Kinect in it. We all know how often those things fucking die. We're all going to have to buy a new system one of these days. 
Who's to say we won't just go ahead and pop for one that has the new design and the connect in it? It's like three hundred bucks for the one. No, one. I think it's two. No, I think, I, I I think, think the two right. The two hundred doesn't have the connect. It's connect. It's connect it, it's ready. Con- it's connect ready. The one's out right now, the, but the, it's going to no. come bundled soon. There's there's so. there's two versions of the new Xbox out. The two hundred one does not have the hard drive. Yeah. But it's three hundred dollar one. It's going to come bundled with the Kinect. There, no, no, there's a there's a bundle coming out that's the three hundred dollar one with the hard drive and the Kinect. That's right. a, that's the that's the replacement of the one that we have sitting here. Well, the one hundred one is the new basic yes. arcade that only has like uh, I think, sixteen games. I think of the, the the new arcade one's going to come with the Kinect too. But so, I'm like, you have an Xbox? Yes. Has it broken yet? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm on my third Xbox. There you go. Wow. Okay, so me too. So you're on your what? Uh, this is our, th- this our is third, but the third by choice. Third by choice. Yeah. You, you just have a ton of them, and I've already <laughs> broken one. I think Dev's is the only Xbox that hasn't been fucked up with a. But that's because I haven't yet. owned it as long as you guys have. When did you that's get true. yours, though? Uh, two years ago. The, yeah, two years ago, like this October. Yeah, you might have missed the worst of the batches, maybe. And it does help. It does help that you have that circle of powdered wormwood spread around it uh-huh. with candles. <laughs> that does yes. tend to help it. Yes. So. Yep. Assuming Barry didn't go look it up, try to say, it's just like, uh, you know, absent. You had to think for a second there. Yeah, yeah I did have to think. <laughs> yeah, the thing. <laughs> it, was, it was straight in my head, but not in the connection between <laughs> my brain. Very few yeah. things are straight in your head, sir. <laughs> oh, oh, if you only knew. <laughs> okay, well, going away from Comic-Con news a little bit, here's, here's a little fun little tidbit. Here we go. Getting hit by a meteorite. Oh, is a once in a lifetime thing. Yep. Well, maybe for you or me. Uh oh. But not for Radio Vokalagic, whose house has been hit by space rocks an unbelievable six times. Scientists at Belgrade University have confirmed that all of the rocks that hit his house are actually meteorites. But as for what Lagic makes for the meteor strikes that always seem to occur when it rains, that's not quite as believable. The 50-year-old resident of the village of Gornij Lajik in northern Bosnia thinks ETs are holding a grudge against him for some reason. Oh, God. Quote, I'm obviously being targeted by extraterrestrials. I don't know what I have done to annoy them, but there are no other explanations that make sense. The chance of being hit by a meteorite is so small that getting hit six times has to be deliberate. Sure. Yeah. Sure, nothing scientific. Of course not. His home was first hit by a meteorite in 2007. He had to reinforce his roof with steel to prevent further damage from his strike. Steel bought with money earned by selling one of the meteorites to University of the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. He's, He's preparing for He's more profiting. strikes. He's preparing for more strikes. So the hits. first one happened in 2007. I think, I think he got hit with a really big times. one, and then he just been selling it piece by piece. Exactly. I think he got. He keeps getting hit by... Oh, I need the rent. <laughs> oh, oh, I got hit by meteor here. It's rock, I swear, it's meteor. That was Nicodemus stops. Oh, hey, he is, <laughs> no, he is my neighbor. I talk to him. He's bullshit man. <laughs> he's bullshit man who never have cigarette when he want. Yeah, when are we going to hear from him again? What? He's here. What? <laughs> now I'm telling you about the guy. I see him in the same village. He's full of shit, man. <laughs> I go out to his house. I say, hey, you have more meteor to show me? He said, ah, block the vende, jendendo, which means it's not, it's not really meteor, I'm bullshit, man. I'm like, I knew it, I knew it. And he says, no. And so he, I go back into his house. And what he do? He take off a crap turd and he let it sit for a long time until it get real hard. And people, you know, in nowadays time, 
Nobody take a crap turd and let's sit and get hard. So nobody recognize what the crap turd, hard old crap turd is. Oh, and so he, full of bullshit, man, say, hey, look what hit my house was a rock from the space. It's just a piece of crap turd. <laughs> All hard and old. And I'm like, okay, okay, bullshit man. <laughs> I know your story. I go take a crap turd and let's sit for a long time too. Make my freaking rent next month. That was a beautiful story. Thank it's you, no Nick story, it's true. <laughs> He's bullshit man. Hey, Barry. What? You, you got light? <laughs> no! Fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep another patch. I smoke the patches now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tired. Takes too long. Patch take too long. Here's a nickel. Go buy a match. What? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> have to st- I have to stick the patches right on my scrotum sack. <laughs> it's a big artery there. It takes you right to my brain. Can Moving you on. What? Oh, <laughs> Alright, fine. <laughs> Fuck you. I go back on my plane. <laughs> I have a plane now, Barry. <laughs> You're welcome to join me on plane. Quite alright, sir. <laughs> alright. Offer is opened. It's disturbing. <laughs> Chuck Creators, executive producers Josh Schwartz and Chris Fedak announced at San Diego Comic Con that Linda Hamilton will have a recurring role as Chuck's missing mother, Mary Bartowski, Ooh. in the upcoming season four. Season three ended with a pre-recorded video of Chuck's dad giving an ominous messages of beyond the grave, which ended with, it's time you learned about your family. And that's the big question. Where has mom been all these years? Other noted guests in the upcoming season, Olivia Munn, Dolph Lundgren, Nicole Ritchie returning, Isaiah Mustafa, the old Spice guy, and Jeffster covering Lady Gaga's Bad Romance. Wow. Are you ready for the nerds to turn against me? I'm tired of Olivia Munn. I am, I am too. The nerds going to turn yeah. against you. Well, you She's whack did he whack She did, um, what was it, a couple episodes of Greek last year. Yeah. She, that I don't show. think she can really act. No? No. Or report. Apparently she was on some other TV show that was on one of the major networks as a couple of guest spots. But yeah, like she's on The Daily Show now too. And you know, it's just like, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, have you been overmund? I have been overmund. Yeah. Who should we make the new geek icon then? Deb. Nobody. Deb. Deb. Done was over. I need my braces and I was off over-mund. first. How about that? <laughs> you need a what? My braces nah, off. Nah, keep first. them. They're cute. <laughs> Nerd, nerds like braces. Street yeah. cred. Fucking street well. cred. <laughs> hey, hey, remember that Haunted Mansion movie? Yeah. The one with Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Yes. Well, if you're one of the few who saw it, forget it. Oh, really? Because Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. took the stage near the end of the Tron Legacy panel to announce that he'd be co-writing and producing and possibly directing a new Haunted Mansion film based on the Disney theme park attraction. Nice. He's no, dark. Yeah, he's no passing fan either. To- Del Toro has an entire room in his house devoted to Haunted Mansion memorabilia. So they're going to do the actual story, the, ma- the real story? That's what I'm guessing from there. His, his, uh, his story? His room contains... The whole, the whole ride is based on a, as a story, yeah. His, his room contains uh, secret bookcases, wallpaper from the original ride, and original art. Yeah. Quoting uh, Del Toro, Walt Disney is one of the creators of some of the scariest images of my childhood. People forget that he not only made sweet images, but also images of nightmare. We need to honor that side of the legacy, said Del Toro. Oh, that's going to be awesome. If you're worried about Del Toro's mansion having a connection to the 2003 Eddie Murphy movie of the same name, well, stop. Del Toro said he's not returning any of Eddie Murphy's calls. It's going to be a thrill ride for the whole family, but it's definitely going to be scary, said Del Toro. 
Okay. Now, okay. I heard the backstory on this. This mm-hmm. is actually, he didn't really get involved with this. No, this was an accidental thing. Here we go. He was signing the contracts, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, congratulations, Mr. Uh, Del Toro. We're very excited to have you on board to making the Haunted Mansion. And he goes, what? The Haunted Mansion? I thought this was the Hobbit Mansion. Oh, no. I'm making the wrong movie. Tweet. <laughs> Tweet. Because there's this Chirp. whole... Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, yeah. I got Chirp. it. Yeah. <laughs> the right. Hobbit mentioned no, no. was the movie I was supposed to make. <laughs> no need. The Hobbit. No need to explain oh, to you. Oh, boy. Here's the part of the show where I you get to have a cigarette. I signed the wrong papers. We'll be back right after this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Stupid Jokes. I'd watch the Hobbit <laughs> mansion. <laughs> wow. That sounds like a bad game show on Nickelodeon. I love the Haunted Mansion. I had the record as a kid. Yes, the big yes. record, which had the trick-or-treat Donald Duck thing on the flip side of it, mm-hmm. which was dumb. But the Haunted Mansion... Like your joke? It's the, I didn't realize, but it was just a straight-up soundtrack of the whole ride. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like a, an audio through. Oh, it was so scary. It scared the shit out of me as a kid, but I well, loved yeah. it. Yeah. The original it one at Disneyland, the part where it goes to the attic... Mm-hmm. I couldn't even like, and they they redid it. So now that there really is like, um, it used to be just a mannequin that looked like a ghost, but now ah, they yes. have it. Now they have it set up with the actual like beating heart inside. You can oh, see it looks yes. a lot creepy, more creepy. The bride, yeah, scary. Yeah, I adore the mansion. The mansion is my favorite things in the world. We saw it on Christmas. It was kind of cool. I've never seen the Christmas. Well, that's mansion. nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. They do it. Thurl Ravenscroft. Oh yes. He was the voice. And then there's the Tony the Tiger guy singing. Oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. They're great. What is it? As a, as a, when they're dead. A hundred ghosts. Or right. 99 ghosts. Yes. yes. And they're looking for one, yeah, one more. That's right. Grim Grinning Ghosts. Come out mm-hmm. to socialize, sir. Mm-hmm. And they going to make a serial hero that fighting the That is how they're tying it into Facebook. Because <laughs> the Grim Grinning Ghosts are coming out to social media. Oh God! <laughs> How come they never did a, a cartoon of the serial heroes fighting the, the undead? Tony the Tiger, <laughs> Blueberry, you know. Why don't you get on that? Blueberry, why don't you get on that? Frankenberry, Frankenberry. They should just Count do General Chocula. Mills. Just General Mills yeah. characters. <laughs> you know, Lucky uh, Charms. Why, why do you why do you give all the, hey, the look, great ideas out? Isn't just, that a wonderful costume? Are you kidding me? <laughs> did that guy, seriously, guy, did that guy seriously get up for the thing? Right, What's up? Is he a comic book guy? I think he's pressed, but he just thought up. I have no idea. For those out there who can't wow. see this picture, there's a very large gentleman. He's uh, pressing a, his a, sack a, up into his belly. <laughs> he's, 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 appara- he's pressing he's, his he's nuts down being, into the floor. He's being the in-between between Bruce Banner and the Hulk at oh, the moment. Oh, boy. In uh, just plain clothes. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, those, it's awful. Those shorts we'll are awesome. He's in the masquerade gallery. Carl Urban. Yes. Is set to remake Judge Dredd. I've heard this. Oh, he prom- now he, prom- the law. he promises that this Judge Dredd won't be a disgrace to the source material. Whatever. Urban, who's been reading Judge Dredd for 25 years, promises to be faithful to the original. I said, quote, I can't say too much about it because we're in very early process of locking it down, making it happen. But I can say the producers behind this movie are being 100% faithful to the source material, Urban told Movieline. The creator is involved as a consultant, and the artist, Jock, who's done some incredible work, he's also involved in, develop, in the development stage. I can tell you that in no way, shape, or form is it related to any other movie come out that's called Judge Dredd. And just to show how committed Urban is to delivering Judge Dredd that his fans of the comics will recognize, he made a promise. 
one that will resonate with those who cringed the way that Stallone altered Dread. Quote, I can tell you that hypothetically, and this just gives you an idea of where our heads are at collectively, that Rob Schneider will not be in the film. <laughs> if, I, if I was to go see a movie called Judge Dredd, and the actor who played Judge Dredd was to take his helmet off and full-on reveal his face and identity, it would make me puke in my popcorn. Wow. That's some strong words he's in the Judge Dredd world. He's, so. he's only been reading Judge Dredd for 25 years because he's illiterate, and he's phonetically sounding out the book. And he's only on oh. page three. <laughs> oh, strong, oh, wow. Strong praise, sir. Strong, strong praise. Yes, that's my Carl Urban praise. I, I've never you know, read Carl Urban. I've never read he's Judge Dredd. Is it a good? Is it good? I've never read it for some I've reason. I've never read it either. I, you know, I, it's, I've, it's I've read a British couple book. of them. Is it's, it British? Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Huh. I've read a couple of them. It's okay. I mean, but I guess he never. What was the last little? thing he did? Carl Urban. Yeah. Bones, the Star Trek movie. He was in Lord of the Rings. You might have heard of him. Okay. Maybe heard of this guy. I'm sorry. I got him confused with Keith Urban. (laughs) The musician? Yes. I'm so sorry. Carl Urban's great. (laughs) I thought we were talking about Keith Urban. And why is this not in the you don't give a shit category? Yeah, I was like, Keith Urban is going to be Judge Dredd? I don't care. That's that's, that's, law, that's news I don't give a flying fuck about. Yeah. Mattingly, there are times I really want to reach over and smack you. <laughs> and Paul Urban, well, he's awful. Uh, oh wait, he played Bones. He's awesome. He is. He's, he, he's, side, he's a I'm great actor. Keith Urban, the sidekick Toby Keith. <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought. So, like, I love this bar and Judge Dread Grill. I thought that's what we were gonna see. Out to save the world from fried bologna sandwiches. Is oh, that Jesus? <laughs> we got some WMDs that need a judging on. Get your judge dread. Dingy, dingy, ding, ding. I'm from Australia, and I suck asshole. Um, I'm sorry. I think that's how it goes. Yeah, that's exactly. That's that's, that's the right backwards. Um, <laughs> I apologize, Keith Urban. No, I apologize, Carl Urban. <laughs> I hate you, Keith Urban. Eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> wow. Are we going to move away from Comic Con again it's, just a little okay. bit before we yeah, go back into Urban it? Is good. A little, little intermission of. <laughs> Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby. When the Death Star has been destroyed and the TIE fighters are in the shop, what does a Dark Lord use for reliable transportation? Turns out, a 1983 Chevy Camaro. And, well, it also turns out it was. Actually, actor David Prowse, who used to own it, not Vader. But if you're going to really fork over the 650 pounds, which is a starting bid on eBay, it and the bragging rights could be yours. So, yes, David Prowse is selling his Camaro on eBay, owned by David Prowse. Now, here's some of the description of this, this vehicle. Okay. All right? There's currently no drive from the gearbox in any gear. The previous owner installed a new torque converter, but still no drive, indicating an internal fault with the gearbox. <clears throat> the horn doesn't work, and power steering has a bit of a leak and a blow in the exhaust. There is rust around the windscreen, front pillar, above driver's door, and on the driver's door, and the hole in the hood. Uh, custom, custom rust places on these cars. The engine did smoke a bit on startup, but it, it has hardly been run for a few years, so it probably just needs needs some running. It has an engine-like device. It's quote. It will need <laughs> to be trailered away. You can't drive it. Wow. You can't you can't tow it. Please be aware that it will be need to be pulled out of my driveway. And it has been there a year, and the brakes are probably stuck. So basically, 
David Prowse is selling his old shitty clunker. <laughs> what car is it? Why is this Camaro. fucking new? It's a Camaro. This is why, why I never bought underwear while he's at it. Well, this is the trick. You get it. You get there, and uh, and you're about to fork over the dough. And then he jumps in, and it starts on a dime. And he says, "Now witness the power of this armed and fully operational commander." <laughs> he fucking suckers you in. He bars your ass. Like a trap. This is why I never bought that Anakin built C three PO. He can't even run a car. <laughs> exactly. Oh, what a piece of crap. Yeah. I'm just so amused by it. It's just ridiculous. Okay, on that, he built C-3PO, but he didn't build it to kill his slave master oppressors. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. I'll make a tall faggot. That's what I'll do. I'll make a tall, mouthy faggot that can translate and help me be a slave. (laughs) You're kidding me. Make a... Deathmonger build something with a laser face. That thing should have been spinning blades and acid. Nothing but get the fuck out of slavery. Why would you make such a high-level piece of technology that sits around and talks gay British all day long? Get out of my house with this shit. If I was his mom, I'd beat a taste out of his face. You dumb shit. You know I'm going to get abducted by sand people. You know this shit. Build something that kills. Is this, is this what you thought about the entire time you well, watched episode one? Well, that's part of it, but I mean, that's it. That's it. That's it on the head. It's like, come on. No way. He didn't build it. He found it or something. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. See, that's why I find stories like this, because that pulls the shit out of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God damn it, I hate those fucking movies. <laughs> I hate those movies so much. Oh, they're so stupid. And yet somehow, some way, you managed to buy all those goddamn episode one and two toys. And they're all they're all coming to your house. And they're sitting on my mantle. Yes. And, let, let me add this in too, he watches the DVDs all the time. Yeah. I hate them. I only watch episode three. Uh, but yeah, he's naked. His wires are all hanging loosey goosey. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, God my next one, my PO. is my favorite story out of con. Well, Personal okay. favorite story. Stabby, put one in the win column for fandom. Members of the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh yes. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Best Sorry. known for this the funerals of American servicemen killed overseas, picketing them. Showed up at Comic-Con, just as we talked about they would, to protest the event because they wanted to send a message that we've all, quote, turned comic book characters into idols. But comic book, uh, Comic-Con rallied to send its own message. Hell yeah, they did. Church members had intended to hold their protest for an hour, but in the face of 150 to 200 counter-protesting costume fan carrying signs that read everything from Odin is God to God <laughs> loves gay Robin, they gave up early. But... Don't feel special there, Comic-Con people. Their next picket is Justin Bieber. Then they're moving on to Lady Gaga. Justin oh Bieber. God. Justin Bieber's doing their press work for him. He's Just, every other word out of his mouth is this is all for God. I believe either Wednesday or Thursday they're doing the Justin Bieber uh, protest. So let me Ever. give you the skinny here. Uh, we were all there for this. Um, oh, yeah, it was we, awesome. we knew about this, and so we wanted to go see if we could get someone on tape. Yeah, that was not going to happen. Because <laughs> by the time we got there... Well, the time we fought through the crowd across the street to see not how, how many protesters do you think showed up? 
Four. Four. Exactly that many. <laughs> Four. Four damn people with God hates fag signs and whatever. You know? And a bunch of condoms. And a, no, no, hold on. You get the four protesters yelling. Can't hear them over the din of the crowd. Then you've got the, the, the line of cops protecting these people. All the cops are smiling. Oh, they're laughing. <laughs> Why are they smiling and laughing? Because on the other side, you've got 150 plus people with megaphones. <laughs> Odin is God. The Cylons destroy the twelve colonies. Destroy the twelve colonies. That was my favorite. Sins. <laughs> All uh, crazy, crazy shit. You can see these photos in our gallery yep, as soon as we, we upload took lots them. Of pictures. They're shouting stuff like "One of us." Um, we're, we're not going to protest. Okay. We're not going to no, protest. I tried to start that one, but yeah, I couldn't I got get it for a little yeah, bit. These people were yelling everything. It was the most ridiculous. Coolest anti-protest there was, ever. There was a great picture I saw of a guy dressed up as a uh, spy from Team Fortress 2. And it's like, God hates sentries. It was really funny. <laughs> there, was, there was a guy dressed up as Bender, Bender saying, yes. with a sign that said, destroy all humans. Yeah, it was great. It was <laughs> that was great. awesome. Oh, and then Jesus showed up. Yeah. A guy dressed as Buddy Jesus. A guy dressed, dressed up no, as Jesus, told, like, told going guy and hugging who, everybody. I told nice. Damien, who does Buddy Christ all the time, to come show up. And he was going to, but I guess he didn't. Yeah. It would have been awesome if That would have been pretty good. No, it was very, very cool, and the protesters just gave up. Yay. Good. So and, and there's actually footage of them giving up out there. Nice. So it's, it's out there, just them just walking away with police escort. So yay again, Comic-Con fans. You're yeah. awesome. You guys, what geeks you, you, and nerds did that the U.S. military couldn't. Yeah, you Shame did it. the Westboro Baptist Church into leaving. Score one for the geeks and nerds. And you did it with class. Yep. Great yeah. job, everybody. Yep. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> yep. Moving away from Comic-Con news once again, Reg Turnill created a well-meaning short story contest with a juicy 1,000-pound prize to encourage young writers to celebrate the works of H.G. Wells. That's a heavy prize. The problem was when she he... She didn't it, want to be awarded. The, <laughs> the fat thing. <laughs> the problem was... <laughs> when he nobody's prize. When he Where's insi- my cake? <laughs> Sheesh, let him Are you good? Are you good? <laughs> Are you good there, Mrs. Haversham? You alright? I'm good. <laughs> alright, the problem was when he insisted all entries be handwritten and exclude science fiction, no one bothered to enter. <laughs> exclude science fiction? Handwritten. The, handwritten. Again, this is the H.G. Wells short story contest. No <laughs> science fiction science? allowed. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's stupid, and why is it going to be handwritten? Well, he said he wanted people to write the stories by hand as a condition, to, as entry to address the low standard of literacy and handwriting these days. Oh, God. Yeah, Who can read anybody else's yeah. Just as well. And I also wanted stories <laughs> to reflect life. to eat ice cream. In 2010, so they would interest readers in 2110, in the ways Wells stories would do. I'm not to be given out as a prize. So next year, that's changing. Wow. Good. Wells interests people to this day because of how forward-looking they were. Yes. Right. So you want me to tell a story about today, but or about the write past. them on pen and paper. Uh, unrelated. Yeah. And, don't and, and write them on pen and paper. How like ridiculous, yeah. Uh, he, so he was holding a penmanship contest, like, basically. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> that no one if entered. I, if <laughs> I could read your story. <laughs> thing is, Paul, if you would have entered, you would have won by default. Got that thousand no, pounds. no. Have you seen my chicken scratch? <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> thousand pounds and only one entry. I told you, I'm not a prize. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing worse than your penmanship is your 
drawing ability, or lack thereof. <laughs> I am a magnificent artist. I don't know what your problem is. Brown I have a great apple. I have great. I have a great sense of line. I'll have you know, line. Yeah, yes. you can draw a line as long as it's a short line. Look, I can draw. It's just not good. Perfect. It's good. I can. Hey, he hey. draws a lot of wang. You know so what? You notice that. Yeah. Come at me. Come at me in Pictionary. Come at me in Pictionary. Let's see. Come at you in Pictionary. What wang? Don't say that word. Don't say that. Don't say rubber wang. You've done it. You've, in, you, you've injected it into the into this podcast. Yeah. And now we're gonna go down that dark road. No, we're not. No. <laughs> oh no. That okay. first. Okay, that one you did three weeks ago, Barry. Burn that CD for me while I'm driving to California. And I kid you, it's like 20 minutes just going on and on. It is. You guys are all laughing and calm down. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but it was a little too much wang. <laughs> Here's if, a you quick, want, if you want all your Wang, get to go to rubberwang.com. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest site in the universe. Oh, boy. That's oh, it. boy. According to MTV, Max Brooks confirmed that Brad Pitt is officially set to star in the big screen adaptation of World War Z in oral history of the zombie war. Well, of course really? he is. Plan B's putting it on, and it's his company. Well, so he's going to star in it, which means there's no way this isn't on fast track at this point. Good. But what, what I'm curious about it is how does he... How does he star in it? Is he going to be the reporter? I want him to be a zombie. I assume he's going to be the reporter. Yeah, that's going around interviewing people. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. I would hope... could be a zombie. I was hoping that that. they would do that on HBO because there's so many little stories that they could have like a Monster of the Week type of thing and tie them all in. Well, here's here's the thing. If uh, the movie does well, there's no reason why that couldn't jut off. That's true. There was actually... There's a... I don't know. It was one of those made-for-TV like movie things that I saw, but it was done in a way that it was like a documentary, mm-hmm. but it was about like smallpox and they hit England and they killed like thousands and thousands of people, but it was done in, in such a way that it seemed like it was completely real. There's a, there's a series really that's good. happening uh, probably based on that. There's an American version. It's, it's, it almost looks like a reality show yeah. where they're doing that. It's called like Quarantine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's it called? I think it's called. Uh, Are you talking about the Discovery Not Channel one? Yeah, Jersey Shore. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Jersey looks- Shore, where they find these horrible, <laughs> horrible diseases, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and these people survive somehow in these horrible. But they're mutants. Disease. Oh yeah, they're fucked up. They're not. They're not people anymore. No, oh, no, they're not people. But it's like, wow, what happens to society? And it's kind of you know, it's like right. hold up the mirror. And but then what happens when they go to Miami? Yeah. Oh, and cool. then it's, it spreads <laughs> and it mutates. You know the first, you know the place they're coming to next probably. Mm. Vegas. Vegas. They always Bring end it. up in Vegas. All right, everybody gets one punch. One punch. <laughs> I choose the situation. He's impervious Snooki, to pain. Snooky, I choose Snooky. They're all impervious to pain. They're on so many Well, drugs. it seems the Empire has fallen on hard times. Presumably yes. to get uh, finishing funds for his latest Death Star, uh, Darth Vader, or a man pretending to be Darth Vader, was reduced to robbing a bank on Long Island. Wow. Impotent Rebel Alliance security forces tell Newsday that Vader marched into a Chase Bank in the Sidiket and brandishing a completely unnecessary handgun, because, you know, he can choke a bitch, the fallen Jedi demanded cash. It's unclear whether he found their lack of faith disturbing, but one rebel policeman says the teller complied with the robber's demands and gave him money from the drawer. Vader is described as six feet two inches tall, also wearing camouflage pants, and was last seen boarding a starfighter headed in the direction of Long Island's sinister Sith stronghold in Valley Stream. You know, no, it's it's a brilliant idea. You wear a Darth Vader mask into a bank to rob it. 
Ain't no one looking at the rest of your features. No. They're looking at that Vader mask. <laughs> That's true. Bank robbers, take a lesson. They found him out <clears throat> through his voice. Yeah? Yeah, because uh, one of the cops, uh, was his second, third week on the job, and he still hadn't had his uniform completely mm-hmm. fit, and he was at one of the tailors, and uh, it turns out that this guy was actually... They found out who the guy was because they heard his voice. All right. And the cop recognized his voice. He's like, uh, yeah, you know, these pants are riding up on me a little bit. Uh, I, I was hoping you could maybe let the seam out a bit. And uh, the guy said, pray I don't alter it any further. <laughs> you went so, a long way for so, that. You went so a the, real the, long way. The cop's like, the cop's like, ha-ha. God. All the way around the world for that. Plunker. I'm guessing no one's made a bid on that that uh, Camaro yet. Yeah. He, he's got to go into the banks. That fully armed and operational Camaro. Except for how you have to tow it out of his garage. <laughs> Just like that joke. It's a trap. <sighs> hey, it was gold. That joke is leaking oil. Uh, Funny oil. That was, that, was, that was iron pyrite. That's what that was. <laughs> what was that? Uh, iron pyrite. Fool's gold. Oh, yes, you're right. <laughs> Speaking of fool's gold, Ghostbusters 3. Okay. Seems like it should be a slam dunk. Not going to happen. Uh, the first two movies took a lot of money. Ivan Reitman, original director's up for a threequel. Even Bill Murray, reported to be the lone holdout, said he'd return as long as he gets to play one of the ghosts. So what's the holdup? Well, according to an uh, interview M- Murray did with GQ, we can blame it on the film year one. Huh? Yeah. In response to the question, is the third Ghostbuster movie happening? What's the story with that? Murray said, quote, It's all a bunch of crock. It's a crock. There was a story, and i got to be careful here. I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. When I hurt someone's feelings, they really want, I really want to hurt them. Harold Ramis said, Oh, I've got these guys. They write on The Office, and they're really funny. They're going to write the next Ghostbusters. And they had just one, written one movie that he had directed, mm-hmm. Year One. Well, I never went to see year one, but people who did, including other Ghostbusters, said it was one of the worst things they had ever seen in their lives. It is. So that dream just vaporized. Oh, it's dear. terrible. So get other writers. Yeah. Right? Well, it is terrible. It and, is and it's bad. Like, and it's like, it makes me question Harold Ramis's sensibilities now. It's Harold, such a bad... buddy, there are other writers in Hollywood. Yeah. Just go to any Applebee's. <laughs> 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 True. Why doesn't he and Aykroyd just write it? Just like try to yeah. f- forget trying to get other screenwriters. Just the two of them sit down. I mean, it's not like either of them are really doing a I lot know. of things right I now. I don't get it. I don't get what these guys, these truly gifted, amazing comedians, yeah, why they don't trust their own voice anymore and want to throw it to these young Turks. I'm like, show them how it's done. Yeah, you know what I mean. Get I mean, in a room with a couple of people you trust, brainstorm some stuff, and make it happen. Take a 20-minute walk down Santa Monica Boulevard with a sign that says, Now accept, now accepting scripts for Ghostbusters 3. You'll get a hundred and a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing I can think of, that the, the reason that they may not be just trying to do it themselves, is that maybe they think that they're not relevant anymore. That's what and, I mean. And that's the only thing. And, and I think that's... Foolish to, to believe that saying. if they that's gotta, what they think. They gotta let it go. But yeah. I mean, comedy two was not is that comedy. Great. Right. Two was not that great. Sure. Well, it made some really strong concessions <laughs> and, <laughs> and tried to appeal to the cartoon crowd. You yes. need some water over there, Paul? I just what happened. I, I put yeah. water down the wrong pipe. Yes. It was whack. <laughs> whack, yes. Whack is a fine description of that one. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Adjective. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Sony just revealed the new laser they're developing alongside Tohoku University. Regardless of the future of physical media, the specs are astounding to consider. The blue-violet laser fires Mm -hmm. ultra-fast bursts of very thin beams of light, wavelength measures at 405 nanometers, same size as Blu-ray, but it pulsates for durations of just three picoseconds. The light output will be over 100 times that of similar lasers. Such laser could read a next-generation media at 20 times the capacity of Blu-ray. Wow. Meaning you could fit up to 50 movies on a single disc. Oh and God. many have already pointed out it's enough storage to fit an entire season of a TV show and, in many cases, entire series on one disc. Yep. Wow. Holy crap. To so, dream the pirate's dream. this is why dream. I didn't even bother getting a Blu-ray because technology is advancing so quickly. There's no well, point. We're still not going to see this one for a while. But, yeah. uh, it, it takes them a good well, it's 10 gonna, years well, to Well, yeah, and then they format. have to... The solid state Granted, is the next big thing. The, anything with moving parts is a waste of money at this point. I'm going to have to buy Lord of the Rings again. We'll all be <laughs> rebuying our Star Wars collections for the rest of our lives. And the last thing I got for you, uh, Sci-Fi is working on a new Battlestar Galactica series that will follow the exploits of William Husker Adama. Is that am I saying that right? Yep. yep. All right. Mm-hmm. During the Cylon War. According to the Chicago Tribune, the show is called Blood and Chrome. And hold on to yourselves will be an online series with about 10 episodes, each around nine minutes long. What? <laughs> they did that They did Just that to flight your balloon there, yeah, right? Yeah, they did. Uh, yep, so yeah, they're doing another little sub-series sub so on the web. Capricorn, they'll give that money. Yep, that's well, coming back. This online? That's well, bullshit. that wasn't even supposed to be a Battlestar show, and no. it should never have been, and it's a terrible show now. Boo hiss. Apparently it's not canceled. It's oh, going of course. on for another season. Of course not, because what else does sci-fi have? Wrestling. No, they have a ton of stuff right now that I like. They have okay. Warehouse 13. Sharktopus. Sharktopus. Oh, my God. Sharktopus. Debbie Gibson versus Debbie Gibson versus Mega Tiffany. (laughs) (laughs) A few years ago, you would be correct. Stargate Universe. Stargate Universe is good. Stargate Universe, yeah. Warehouse 13. Eureka. 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 Um, Just off the top of the I just wish they'd bring back a state of panic. Please. I do. He really, I like he that really show. liked that show. Uh, reality shows on sci-fi. No, it was, it was a game, game show. show. Actually, it was a game show, and I think it took place in like in a studio Puerto somewhere. Rico. But... No, it was seriously in like Puerto Rico or somewhere really? like that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like fun. fun, fun, fun. Well, they, yeah, they, they did like. It was these... how long could you last? Yeah, it was, was that, it, yeah. Was that like the 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 English infarto? It, the basic premise was there was this creepy mansion owned by this one guy mm-hmm. you go into a room with seven people all right try to grab as much cash as you can it might be like his trash compactor room where it's all nasty and right but it's everywhere. like it's full of or, like or it's a meat locker and so on right. but there's cash all spread throughout the room and you had to grab as much as you can but there's it's all no nasty there's yeah it was nasty and gross and, and some i remember dirty. like the one i saw like the room was half full of like Swampy water, and there was like snakes and all of this stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, spiders, crabs, yeah. all sorts of craziness in there. The and but every room they lose two people. All right, mm-hmm. if one, if you're the last person to leave, mm-hmm. you're out. You're stuck right. in the room forever. Quote unquote. Uh-huh. All right, yeah. Not but true. And if, but the thing is, of the people that are yeah, there. Uh, I wish it was <laughs> derp. All right, that'd be a show. That'd be great, and you actually see it. Stuck in the room. Exactly. Don't worry, we're getting game there. Show. We're getting there. And, but the uh, <laughs> the last part, if everybody that made it out of the room, the person yeah. that grabbed the least amount of cash was also kicked out. So yeah. you could just go uh, in and out. 
Gotcha. All right. And gotcha. then until finally there was only one person How left. How long would they put you in a room for? As long as the, minutes at a until time, there or? was only one person left. No, I thought they I mean, timed it. No, it was timed as well. Well, they never, otherwise they would stay in They there. never gave us a time, but I'm sure there's rules that we didn't see. Okay. Because they did have How a kind of a drama to it. If they were in my guess, they were there a maximum 10 minutes. Okay. There was one where they were crawling around through these these water pipes, these sewer pipes that were just barely large enough to crawl through. And the water level is rising. Pouring in. And and it's a maze. So you have to go and you have to find like this little cart or something. Yeah. And then find your way back out. Boo. Yeah. It it, it had a good. In fact, if if you you get. They're never going to kill anybody. No, no. But. but, (laughs) <laughs> they they sold the drama well. The host uh, Steve Valentine was really really amusing, yeah. and it's <clears throat> actually they they are showing the reruns now on Chiller if you get that, which is the sci fi owned horror channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's been fun to revisit. But you that. know they're never going to kill anybody. No, no, of course not. But you so know, so there's what? no real drama. But, but you know what, Freddie never really killed anybody either. But I still enjoyed the story. Yeah. They never they never really kill anybody. There's no threat of them killing anybody, so there's no reason to fear. However, there's, there's, there's only the only reason to not like doing a thing is just the gross out the, factor. No, there's no there's no fear to it. The fact is, the person who walks out of the thing walks out with like thirty some thousand dollars, and it's and it's the pursuit of that cash. And the final challenge is always really interesting. What was that other game show, the horror game show that we used to watch, where they was like they were killing literally? Well. "Quote unquote killing." I I, I can't remember the the runners, the people that are running yeah. street to street and followed by terminators or whatever. That was really good. No, too. no, no, not that one. The, the the one where it was uh you know like they buried two people alive, and if you didn't figure out how to that one, I don't uh, remember that one. I, I like it already though. Yeah. What, but it, it, it was, they, <laughs> as long as there's no bugs, we buried two babies. They put them all in the first one that eat his way out wins life. They put them all in a cabinet first, and then they bust them to an old abandoned school and. I don't remember oh, this at all. I can't remember the name of this. You and I watched If you it, remember, like, write to us. Comments, comments at Ugly Cat Show or on the comment they're section using, of the podcast. They're using elements of that. My wife is a Big Brother fanatic and makes me watch it. So Why? Uh, I don't know. She just loves it. We but, all have uh, our foibles. But there's a... Uh, <laughs> all has know. many. No. Many, many. I have none. Perfect. <laughs> uh, I, in fact, I caught Jeff today watching 90210 right when I got see, home. there you go. Oh, my the classic. God. Don't judge me. Uh, I was watching Royal Pains. No, Melrose Place. But yeah, if, if early this, ER was that what it was? This year, if you uh, get on the bad list, if your team is on the bad list, you end up in this room that they, they pump in a stink. <laughs> so there's number one. There's a, there's a stink. You sleep on these uh, on these jacked up uh, deck chairs. Okay. You know those you know those 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 chairs that like the, the little plastic ribbons. Yeah. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. Um, the late loungers, whatever. You know, suntan each. Yeah. 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 So that's what you, that's what you sleep on. Plus, the room is full of jars full of maggots and all kinds of nasty, rotten meat, and they pump in a stink. That's disgusting. And, oh, uh, Big Brother finally trying to make things interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. In a, <laughs> it's just not good, right? It's just not good. It's terrible. There will still be fools having sex on this. Oh, they are. They're totally. There's all these showmances, and everybody's doing their business in the stinky room, and it's like, whatever. Business in the stinky room. That should be the name of the show. Business, business in, in the stinky, stinky room. Yeah. yeah. Get your freak on in the stinky room. And that's all I got that's for everybody wants to watch. That's it. That's all I got. All right. So that's you know it. what else you I do have here, though? The big list. Yeah, you bad big, big list. Big list. <laughs> tasty, tasty big list. And here's that list. I've actually been sitting on this one for a little while because okay. I wanted to get everybody in here said. for it. No. Yark. This is uh, ten. <laughs> ten minor Star Wars characters with completely unnecessary backstories. <laughs> By God. Ethan K. Alright, let's of Topless let's see Robot if any of us know them. And Wikipedia. Let's see I'm if guessing any of Boba us know Fett them. is number one. No, no, no. I know who's in there. Oh no. Dengar. 
Dengar's in there. Snaggle too. Dengar's not in there. No, I oh, think boo. Th- this goes uh, like deeper. This yeah. goes real deep. All right, let's see if anybody knows right. these these, these stories. Here thing. we go. Oh, um, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a guess out there. Hold on. Elon Sleazebagano. <laughs> anyway, go Sleaze on. Begano. That's my guess. Go All right, on. the first one, number ten, Malakili. Who? Malakili. Malakili. Can right. you identify him by name? Hold on. No. Hold on. Malakili. Uh, bounty hunter? Was he a bounty hunter? No, he was not. No. Uh, All right. Time's up. Uh, I, I'm going to guess he was the the one of the rat-nosed <laughs> thief in the bar. The Rancor Keeper. Oh, boo. I forgot. Oh. Yeah. All right. Let's do this straight off the bat. Yeah. His figure came with the Rancor, right? No. No, he, he was, was so separate. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So the majority separately. of Star Wars characters never got a name. All right. That's why the toys, they were generic yet descriptive names like Squid Ed and Prune Face, all right? No one bothered to name them because they were just set dressing and walked erect. Mm-hmm. Malakili falls into that category. His toy was released as Rancor Keeper, and his only role in the film was to cry when Luke killed the Rancor. Mm-hmm. Oh, spoiler alert. If you, don't, <laughs> if you didn't look in the credits, you would barely know that there was a Rancor Keeper. Turns out, Malakili was once a circus performer who was sold to Jabba the Hutt after a circus-related accident and then plotted to betray his boss to a rival mobster because Jabba planned to pit his rancor against a dragon who could kill it. After Jabba's death... A dragon? A cryat. Yeah. Is it cryat or crate? I think it's crate. Crate dragon. But after Jabba's death, he opened a restaurant. Totally serious. This is the story. Okay, and where? where did this come from? This most of this is from Wikipedia. This is EU shit. Well, no, it? this is Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay, this is this is universe. Oh, it looks good. Malakili. Malakili. So from the books or actually fan created? Uh, it's this a combination of both in here. Malakili. Crazy. All right. Extended universe should be all books though. All right, I'm gonna be happy if I get one of these. Then this is crazy. No, you know I didn't read the introduction of this whole thing, so I'll give you that. They'll give you an idea. Since the movie first came out, Star Wars fans have made it their mission to. Fully developed backstories for every character who even got okay, one so fraction of screen time in the original fan trilogy. Created. This is all hoo-ha, then. No, no. Every single Cantina patron has pretty much in canon story about who they are and how they got there. God. And ninety percent of them have at least one run-in with Han Solo. No, you know what? He, you know what? He's right. He's right. Yeah, there's a lot more than just the books from. Uh, it is six degrees of Han movie. Solo. It's true. There's all, all right. kinds of. And uh, this is all from Wikipedia, which is the yeah. source. Yeah, all right. All right. Of. of Good Han Solo is the coolest so, character ever, pretty much. So we're going to move on to number nine. <laughs> Starwoids. Boosh. Boosh. Right, Boosh. Boosh is, is well, that was, the, that was the disguise that Leia used. Yes. Wasn't that a TV show? Yes. It was also that's, my, that's my Boosh. Our 40th The president. mighty Boosh. 41st present. And that's not uh, a joke. Yeah, no. Um, well, he, okay. He was a, yeah. a bounty hunter. Yes. And then Leia borrowed his suit. Right. Now, with Bush, you get the backstory of a character who was only seen in the films when someone else was dressed like him, Princess Leia, as the bounty hunter. Bush to convince Jabba the Hutt to release Han Solo. But little did we know that Bush existed prior to this as a male bounty hunter with scars all over his face. Wikipedia details some of the more notable jobs, which included fighting alongside Jedi... Every other person in the Star Wars universe is either a Jedi or a bounty hunter. Eventually, he got greedy and demanded more money for a job. While counting his payment, Bosch was bitten by a hidden lizard, which distracted him enough to have his <laughs> neck broken by <laughs> his employer. Lizard. A hidden lizard. 
You never count your money when you're sitting at the table, Bosch. Wikipedia also includes this gem, quote, There will be a hidden lizard that will break your neck. Like most members of his species, Bush had a fascination with technology of all sorts, unquote. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> ah, apparently not interested in the hidden lizard detector. <laughs> We have become quite popular on his own Should world. Should I buy a Blu-ray or a hidden <laughs> lizard detector? <laughs> when the fuck am I going to use that thing? <laughs> oh, boosh. Oh, that was a bad call. His uh, his uniform was reused in uh, Deep Space Nine in the last couple of seasons. Sure was. It was the, uh, what the a green, bunch of crap. Green, you're right. Oh, boo. Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number eight, Zuckus. Zuckus, I know. Zuckus is Prius. Now, Zuckus is, is another bounty hunter. Yeah. Yes. Now, Blink, you'll miss him in Empire. Yeah. Zuckus is the fly looking bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. One right. of the multiple bounty hunters that Darth Vader chooses to pursue Han Solo. He is the fly. I flyest. had that. Because he's a pimp. I had that Super uh, figure. He was one of those right. figures that are like, oh, who are these guys? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what these are. I just got a bunch of figures for Christmas from my parents. Yep. What the? I don't even know. What the hell movie was yeah. this guy from? Well, you're right? going to learn. You're going to learn all about this guy. Guess this, what? Th- that's really all he did in the movie. Just He just stands there while Darth Vader walks in front of him. Uh-huh. <coughs> done and done. But wait, there is more. He is the heir to a long lineage of religious bounty hunters. What? He shamed his family by leaving his home planet of Gond. He's schizophrenic. He battled a combined force of Han Solo, Lando Calrissian, Chewbacca, and Greedo to find an insane man who then transformed, transferred his memories into a coral reef. What? <laughs> into a coral reef? Wow. Holy crap. He can hold his breath for extended periods of time. Because it was a coral reef? He joined the rebellion and was secretly working for them the whole three seconds he was standing behind Vader and the Empire. Oh. Wow. Coral Reef, you lost me right there. <laughs> Everything else was a Zuckus blur. Was a coral reef. How about, is that a perfect facial expression for that? Yeah. So. Yes, we everybody need, yes, Everyone can see the goddamn screen. <laughs> we, we need shirts that say, Zuckus was a coral reef <laughs> and working for Rebel Alliance. <laughs> the right people will get it. Oh, no, they won't. <laughs> Horrible basement dwelling fucktards. Yes, the ones that will talk might to you for hours it. and won't leave you they alone. They might get it. Says the woman wearing a support our troop shirt with stormtroopers <laughs> on it. Lego Star Wars Thank troopers you. at that. Star Wars is still awesome. Yes, parts of it. Well, Everything, not the coral reef part. Well, I can tell you what isn't. Who <laughs> no, isn't terrible. awesome? No, it's terrible. Go ahead, Gorindan, number seven. Gorindan. 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 Nope. Uh, Gorindan. Shit, I know this. No clue. Gorindan. No, hold on. Dude. He's one of the he's one of the the musicians. No, uh, AKA, that's Frank Dan. No, 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 AKA Long Snout, if that helps. Oh, he's the guy that yeah, that give, that gives up. Yeah, the, he's uh, the spy that's yeah. tracking. Uh, oh, in uh, New Hope. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he was the a spy who sold out the heroes in New Hope. He Gorn has Dan. he has two scenes: one where he sees Luke Han, etc., and one where he tells stormtroopers that he saw Luke Han, etc. Mm-hmm. But you know what else? What else? He's rich. He's a lady, isn't he? His name translates to blessed one, oh. burnt wood, dust from a windstorm, what? ugly and toast in five different languages. Ugly and toast. I think I like toast. Ugly toast. Gorindan <laughs> was the greatest information gatherer of the age and his info sold to the highest bidder. 
He's an Elori. Really? And how was this resource used in the film? He explained to the guards that yes, they were the droids they were looking for. <laughs> wow. well, I thought the, his name was Ifont Mon or something. I thought he had a. Like I thought he was using a tape recorder. Because he sounded like a tape recorder. He did, like, fast forward. Yeah, I thought he was like, <laughs> But it turns out that was actually his hidden lizard detective. <laughs> <laughs> Saved him several times. Sadly, his Blu-ray <laughs> collection gathered dust on the right. show. He didn't care. He, he didn't get to watch a lot of movies, <laughs> but he was alive. All right, it's getting tougher. Here we go. Okay. Number six, Davin Felf. Who? Davin Felf. Your mother. Your mother. Damn it. <laughs> this <laughs> This is the guy who said, Look, sir, droids. Oh! <laughs> he was, was a stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. Storm yeah. Names. The no. only way you can tell stormtroopers apart is well, you can't. But sometimes one of them talks <laughs> and you can identify them that way. Or sometimes a clone? they'll wear a shoulder pad. His right. name is TK whatever. No, no, Davin Felf was one of the stormtroopers in A New Hope held up that little metal ring said looks are droids but fans couldn't let him go unrewarded for this act no they had to give him a backstory that rivals that of Batman oh god does it rival it of Spider-Man his Wikipedia entry is eight times as long as the Wikipedia entry of the famed Dada sculpture Jean Arp It has three little three words. It includes pointless details like what color his duffel bag was when he came to basic training. Oh my god. Blue. <laughs> All right, How much weight loss he had in basic training? Fifteen pounds. Fifteen pounds. What a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loses fifteen pounds. How long he trained for the Desert Corps after the ADAT training? Three months. Wow. And that Davin did like it when his stormtrooper unit killed. <laughs> he didn't like it. He did like it when a stormtrooper unit killed Jawas. In all that blasting during the Pussy. scene where the Millennium Falcon escapes, bet you didn't notice this guy shooting his superior in the back, huh? It happened. Wait, wait, wait. no, he doesn't. Is that really speaking metaphor? Does it at least listen to like chain number? Does he just shoot in the air and go? Now I turned it on. Chong, right in the yeah, right in the face. That's a bunch of balls. That <laughs> one's balls. <laughs> on to the next. Fire. On, to on the me. Next. Ooh, so sorry. <laughs> and speaking of balls, number five, Danik Jericho. Danik Who? Jericho. The pipe smoker. Oh yeah, I know. Really? Him. He's in the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah one quick cut the mustache. Yeah, one quick cutaway is all you get of the hookah smoking Danik. And you really get the feeling that Lucas needed some freaky-looking extras from Los Ice the Cantina. Looks like Salvador Dali. And some dude with a messed-up face was good enough to play the part. He's also a bounty hunter who sucks people's brains. Danik, yeah, Danik has made 13 post-A New Hope appearances. Star Wars Cantina. Where we learn that his greatest goal in life is to suck the brains of Han Solo. <laughs> Wow, saw that coming. If you aren't aware, every character in the Star Wars has run into every other character at least once, and Han Solo <laughs> is the crux of the universe. He is. He is the, he is the Kevin, Kevin Bacon, Bacon of yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> Boobo. Boobo is a robot dog. Boobo is a Teletubby. <laughs> Bubo is Bobo Baggins' long-lost cousin. That's exactly what it is. That was in the Hobbit Mansion. Bubo was the main character in the Hobbit Mansion. Right? Bubo Baggins? The Hobbit Mansion? Welcome to Hobbit Mansion! Bubo was in the few scenes of Jabba's Palace, The Return of the Jedi, and there was no question as to what he was. A puppet that had two arms and a stubby tail. But no. 
He's also a trained assassin. Is that like a little pink dude? Bubo was more than a fat, barely mobile frog dog. He had underappreciated intelligence that made him a fearsome killer, a valuable spy, and later, a strangely religious monk. Oh, God. He was, according to Wikipedia, an unemotional killer who only killed people for the money. An unemotional killer who only killed people for the money. I love it! I love it! Which you can easily assume by his appearance, right? What, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 okay. That's what I got from that. He does, he gives off that ice cold stare. What started out as a little more than a space-filling Muppet has become a sensitive soul who foiled an assassination plot on Jabba the Hutt. Later, he had his brain placed in a jar where what? he could contemplate the universe. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> all right, here's one you all know. All right, Salacious B. Crumb. Everybody yeah, knows yeah. Salacious yeah. Crumb. Yeah. Right, we, we know more about Salacious B. Crumb. But Jabba the Hutt's little monkey lizard mm-hmm. from, J- from Jabba with the, with the... Yeah, that's it. We know more about him than we know about the life of William Shakespeare. We know he has a middle name. We know the names of the people in Jabba's employ who dislike him and have tried to kill him. We know that he has often danced to the music of Rax, uh, Max Rebo's band. We're not 100% sure that William Shakespeare was a real person. But we know exactly when and how Salacious Crumb stowed away on Jabba's ship, was caught stealing Jabba's food, and forced to perform as a court jester or be killed. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought he was just a shrieky little loser. I no, I thought he. I thought they found him because somebody had a hidden lizard detector. <laughs> oh, and there's <laughs> one. And he goes, Ah! You found me! <laughs> and for some reason, I just got flashes of the labyrinth. I shall now perform for you. But he said it in lizard. You see, I shall now perform. Oh my god. Delicious chrome. Number two, Sailt Mare. There's a real uh, obscure okay, wheel. That sounds like a Jedi. This one's super, super that's obscure. A that's a, he's he was the inspiration for that Chris Cross song, right? You, you remember him from, from Return of the Jedi. Come Sailt Mare. I do. Come Sailt Mare. No, Come no, neither. No one does. He was actually Chris Cross is sailing. Oh shit! I'm sorry. He was, was that, only, He was only famous for being an action figure that was only released overseas, making him worth thousands of dollars. Is he the blue snaggletooth? He's he's got this long camel face. Oh, I've seen him. In Star Wars universe, however, our man Yak Face, he's also known as, was more than just a mask that looks like Grandpa from Grandpa Joe or Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. He's a skilled con man, working his way through Jabba's palace to get info on assassination plots. His secondary story, not included in any of the movies, was that he was married and fathered some kids, got divorced after 200 years. See, his planet was underpopulated, so law dictates that everyone must get married. Oh, no. After courting a female of his species, it's called a Yakora, by the way, if you're interested. Yakora? If you're interested. He's a a Yakora. Yakora? No, no, the species. He's a Yakora? Yes. All right. So, after courting a a female for a few centuries, they finalized the deal, then called it quits. A lot of work for little reward. On an unrelated note, his Wikipedia bio includes this gem. Quote, Like all members of his species, he was very secretive. Thus, next to nothing was known about his background. Unquote. But here's a bunch of stuff. But he was married. He yes. was married for 200 years. 200. Well, that's good to know for common conversation. <laughs> number one, the most important of this list. Drum roll. You're already at number one? This is number one. Will Rowe Hood. Huh? A.K.A. Ice Cream Maker Guy. What? 
All right. Man, you know this. This guy's an empire. All right. Probably the most famous minor character with a stupid backstory. Will Rowe gained notoriety because it looked like he's carrying an ice cream maker during the evacuation of Bespin in Empire Strikes Back. All right. Internet using fans thought it was cool and gave him a whole backstory on where he was an ice cream vendor in space, <laughs> which was immediately shot down by the people who supposedly write, quote, canonical <laughs> histories wow. of these characters, and he became a gas miner. Wow. This no-name okay. extra is now officially an employee of Agrofilter, a, a, a company that sold discount gas to the Rebellion. The ice cream maker, and it may have seen been an ice cream maker used as a prop, you can't find anything that says otherwise, was actually the data core of a computer that held the names of the Rebellion contacts. What does this prove? That everyone in the Star Wars universe was involved in some way in the big Empire versus Rebellion war. People just couldn't run around Space City without smuggling something related to the plot. I think Balls. we ought to go through the Star Trek movies... <laughs> <laughs> and come up with the most retarded backstories for some of those things. I think they How did. About all the renters that died. I think they did. Uh, it's called uh, Star Trek Online, or it's called Star Trek Five. All the people who died. Or th- died. Well, that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's th- your big list. I think it's a good idea. I, th- I think we should go through all the Star Trek movies and come up with backstories for these unsung characters, it's like Enterprise. those people in that bar. In, uh, it's Enterprise. It's all such crap Spock. characters. Nobody cares about. <laughs> Watch Enterprise. And not only is that big list, that's the big friggin' show, folks. Yay. That's the Comic Con episode of the podcast Couchcast. Yes. And we so. will have footage up very soon. We will have photos up even sooner than yes. soon because Deb's over here working on them. Um, we don't get stuff up as fast as like IGN or UGO because those guys get paid a bunch of money. And they have, and there's like thirty to forty of them yes. doing that, where it's just the four of us. Well, yeah. and really for video editing, it's yeah. the two of you. It's the two of you. It's the two of us. Yeah. And actually, just right now Barry. it's just you. It's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to thank the publicists for Merlin for uh, yes. having us at their press panel. Well, and they had really good press material. Yes, really they did. Good press Fun material. stuff. We'd like to also thank the guys from Stargate Universe. Yes. And of course, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Yes. And oh, and really big thanks to Satine Phoenix, who is awesome. We just geeked out for like yeah. five minutes with his interview. And the PR guy. Oh, John Singh. Yes. Yeah, he was cool. But And see, Gary Murnau, and right? Gary. And um, of course, uh, oh, what's her name? Caden Cross for yeah. just being hot. Yeah. <laughs> and viewers like you. Thank you. Yes. Please continue to spread oh, yeah. the word of the Ugly thing. Couch Show. <laughs> friend, friend, or like us on Facebook page and then send out likes to everyone you know. We're going for that thousand mark, that sweet thousand mark. We're this, we're, we're, we're this a side. hair of a nut close. <laughs> now, I don't, now I want to drop some people away. So. We're right close to 500. So we're real close yeah. to 1,000. We're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> Living on a prayer. You mean on the Facebook page? Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, yeah, we're a Yeah, so everyone, everyone who listens or watches the show, just every once in a while, post on your Facebook page. Hey, check it out. Yes, and please. Here's your challenge, folks. Tell, if you like our show, tell at least two people that you like our show. <laughs> It'll be the pyramid effect. And then, and then they'll, and then tell, they'll tell two people. people. <laughs> and they'll tell two people. And we have Amway. Yep. No. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's well, multi-level yeah. marketing. Yes, that's yes. right. Watch, watch bullshit. Yes. If you like to see Phoenix, check out sexfoodandcomicbooks.com. Quick 
plug for her there. Yeah. Because she was cool as hell. Cool yeah, as hell. Yeah, the interview, Fucking the, a. The interview uh, dissolved into a geek out fest between Barry and Satine. <laughs> so that, that's I wish I could have seen it, actually. It, it, was, it, was fairly, it was pretty amusing. Did you get it on tape? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, then it. that's great. Then we'll yeah. see. No, I just sat there with the mic off and just asked her questions for 20 minutes. You know what? I got some balls for you. <laughs> you always have balls. <laughs> I do. And, of course, Paul and I took the week off last week, and that's the last time you're going to see a week off from CouchCast because it's going to continue on for the next year. Probably not a week missed. Like a freight train. That's yeah, word. Thank you. We're if you're in this. Vegas this Saturday, go to the Classic Game Expo ah, yes. over at the Tropicana. We'll be there on Saturday for sure, I think. Saturday, yeah, I think possibly Sunday, Sunday, because it's going on both of those yep. days. Yes. If you're into your classic consoles, that's where you want to be it's this fun, weekend, Vegas. It's a fun con. Bring cash to the trade room. Yes. If you see us, say hi. Maybe you'll get a button. If you see Maybe. us, say hi, because I want to noogie somebody really big. Word. Noogie. <laughs> noogie. Paul. He, oh, he deserves it. I don't deserve that. <laughs> no, he's, he's been through enough. He's, he's had to listen to this list. <laughs> that was a great list. <laughs> I love that list. There was no Elon Sleaze Bagano. <laughs> huh? There was no Elon Sleaze Bagano. No, because we know his story. He changed his ways and stopped selling death sticks. He went and rethought his life. <laughs> right. Yes. Just in the show. And you know what I'm going to do now? <laughs> Rethink my life. I'm Master Torgo. Dr. Vlark. The famous Paul. 80's Jeff. It's Michael. And we will see you next week on the Couch Cast. You say and see. That's right. You I, can't see them. Ain't nobody seen nothing. I have developed powers you can't possibly understand. My powers are beyond your understanding. We didn't see nothing. <laughs> ever. I know your shit.